SAFM values your views. Be an active citizen. For our thinking point today, we're in president with Zbu Zigote, who is president of Abahlali Basoim, John Dolo. Uh, Mr. Zigote, good morning to you. Thank you for your time on the talking point today. A very good morning to you, Kathy, and good morning to your listeners. Thank you for having me. It's very concerning what you as an organization have been saying about the state of your organization and your members that you believe are deliberately being targeted as a result of the work that you are doing. Let's speak perhaps a bit more broadly and talk about the campaigns that you have been involved in right now, which you believe are eliciting the kind of responses that you are seeing. Yes, Katie, um, we are in a very difficult position as Abbasal Basam Jondolo right now. We are under attack uh, by what we see as an alliance between the African National Congress at the local level, stroke local businessmen, the Keto Mena police, as well as the Etegwini municipality. Um, there has been a number of um, attempts to remove the Ekenana community from the land on which they had occupied back in 2018. People have scars um, of the brutal attack from the land invasion unit, from your Calvin and family security, and from local scars that are associated with the ruling party, but also with the taxi uh, industry. Um, the um, local businessmen wanted to actually build properties on the property on which the Ekenana community is built. Now, we had to go to court back in 2019 to uh, get an interdict against the city from, you know, evicting the community. And we were able to secure an interdict. So, um, but then um, the last resort that they have undertaken now has been to resort to violence um, using the local dogs, but also with the support of the police in removing that community. So several um, activists, thousand activists have been arrested on trumped up charges for a number of times, uh, including uh, six months jailing them for the crime that has never had anything to do with the activists that had to spend six months in prison. Now, the recent incident that took place last week on the 8th of Tuesday, uh, on the 8th of March on Tuesday, mm. which uh, led Ayanda Ngila um, killed, uh, is something that we have seen coming, Kathy. I have personally called the Minister of Police on the 29th of October last year because we've seen this coming. There has mm. been tension um, around this issue. And I plead with the Minister to come and intervene uh, because it was clear that the police were involved in the um, arrest um, of, of activists, but also taking instructions, you know, from the local AMC thugs, um, who seems to be really uh, taking over the police station itself. So the minister is aware of what has actually transpired. So that is why we are saying the blood of Ayanda Ngila and that of Sia Bengamangwele, who was also killed uh, allegedly by the police on Friday, night on the 11th of March, uh, within a couple of days after the murder of um, Gila. So um, we, we are in that situation that, um, as we speak, there are no police uh, in the vicinity, no patrolling. They are nowhere to be seen. As you would have seen the July riots, when suddenly the police were on leave or were instructed not to be 
seen even in the area. So people are living in fear. Women and children who actually experience, witness the killing of Ayanda, who was killed in a broad daylight in front of women and children, are mm. still suffering to come to terms with what they have seen. Mm. You talk about the fact that tensions had been building for a while to the extent that you had called the police minister to alert him to the situation. Give us a picture of what had been happening that caused you to worry. Well, the um, the local police have been working with the local tanks to uh, frame charges, criminal charges against um, activists, and more than 40 activists have been arrested uh, going in and out the the court without any evidence. So if you instruct a police officer to arrest your enemy, somebody that you, you don't like, the police do not um, investigate or want to get an evidence before they can actually arrest you. Mm-hmm. What they have been doing is to arrest you, keep you in jail while they try to find um, an evidence against you. So that has been a trend when the police would not do their job in terms of the police act, but they do their job in terms of the instruction that they get from the local, uh, the well-known Gubane family, who's the chief of the ANC locally. Um, when we open charges, uh, when our members would go to a police station to lay charges against those who were assaulting them, including burning their homes, uh, the police would not act. They would simply call Mr. Gubane and ask his permission whether or not... Um, the police should arrest um, so-and-so. So we are sitting with about 12 criminal cases that we've been able to open against the perpetrators. Mm. Uh, but the police wouldn't act. Um, they would not arrest people who are associated with the Ngubane family or ANC uh, members. That is why they have now acted with impunity because they enjoy the support of the police, the support of the leadership of the ruling party. So you are saying that the level of terror effectively that some of your activists are being subjected to includes them, you know, being um, being harassed in their own homes, being where there have been incidents at their homes that have been unexplained and unaccounted for. Yes, including burning of their homes uh, mm. with input impunity. So we, we've been facing this, and of course we are on our own, so as far as we are concerned, we do not have the police in, in the area, and uh, there's no leadership, there's no government, and suddenly there is no minister. We just realized that actually this is not the minister of police in South Africa. He's basically the minister of the elites. Only the, he can only attend to emergencies when the elites call him, but when poor black Africans on the ground really need the support and the protection of the police, including the minister, the minister is nowhere to be found. Up until today, I mean, I have spoken direct with him quite several times, and he will say, oh, I'm coming to KZN, or I will send the, uh, the provincial uh, police commissioner to, to attend. I mean, mm-hmm. from October. That is why we are saying South Africa should ask answers from the minister. The blood of Ayanda Ngila is on the hands of the minister of police, who have become the Minister of Police, uh, not of the police, of, of the people of the Republic of South Africa at large. As it stands, the fight that you 
as Abakhali Basem Jondolo is involved in now that you believe has led to these tensions and this conflict? Is this around ev evictions? Is this about land occupation? So land that um, was occupied in what the Etequini municipality would describe as illegal occupations? Yes, um, the occupation first um, began in 2018. And from then, um, people have been uh, attacked by Etequini municipality. I mean, People have scars on their back, they've been shot at, they've been beaten, they've been arrested. They've actually been evicted more than 30 times um, up until we had approached the Deben High Court where we were able to secure an integrity. Now, when they have failed in, in, in the court of law, they have now resulted in, in, in violence. But broader than that, Cathy, you would understand that Abakali has organized outside the state control, outside the ruling party. Mm. And for that, we have to pay a very um, high price for, you know, organizing the poor and, and the marginalized. And for Abakali to have such a voice and such a membership that one would not have expected in apartheid South Africa. So we see this as an insult, um, a disgrace in a, a, a new South Africa uh, when we are killed by the black majority government killing for not having land in our own country, being killed for having no homes in our own country. And we ask ourselves what this new South Africa is all about. If really black people who were marginalized, excluded during the apartheid, continue to endure such pain. Given the kind of controversy that this has caused and the violence that has been associated with it against your members and against just ordinary members of the community when it comes to these evictions, why does the community not want to leave? Well, Kathy, where would they go to? This is their country, this is their land, this is their home. They have nowhere to go. Where would they go mm. when... I mean, this is the only country, this is the only land that they have. Um, they, they have no, uh, I mean, these are poor people, mostly unemployed. I mean, they've resulted into building a commune. They have, um, you know, um, a, a community garden, uh, you know, having uh, vegetables because many of them are unemployed. They are running quietly, they are running, um, you know, a collective uh, fast food in the commune. They have build a school, uh, running their own um, educational program. What kind of a government would not appreciate, support such initiative in a country that cannot build jobs for everyone, in a country that cannot provide housing for, for, for everyone if, you know, communities you know, are taking such initiatives? But, uh, Katie, South Africa has to know that the killing of Ayanda Ngila and Siabonga Mangele uh, these are the 22nd uh, people to have been killed between 2009 uh, up until today. So we've lost 22 activists. South Africa is silent about it. The police, the government um, are not saying anything. It's normal. And mm -hmm. this is a, a dangerous move when killing of poor people becomes normalized in a society uh, like South Africa. 
We're in conversation with Zbu Zigode, who is the president of Abakali Basem Jondolo. As you heard there, he believes that activists that are part of the organization are being deliberately targeted in KwaZulu Natal, particularly in the Ekanana community, as a result of what has been not just the occupation of that land for uh, a number of years, but the failure then of the officials of the Etiquini municipality to move people out of that space. Of course, some very serious allegations that he is making against the ANC, the police and local businesses. We'll talk to him a little bit more about that in a moment. Of course, I'll also be taking your calls on 011-714-2006 on the WhatsApp line 614 and on Twitter it's at SFM Radio. The hashtag there SAFM Talking Point. For now, it's 9.30 and Musa is standing by with your latest news headlines and good morning. The Talking Point with Kathy Motlasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. We continue the conversation on the talking point where uh, we're talking to Zbu Zigote, who is president of Abashali Basim John Dolo, and uh, we are addressing the allegations that this organization is making. Uh, and Zbu, just before we went to news, I was talking about the fact that, you know, what you have said, and as far as believing that these attacks are stemming from the ANC, that the police are in on it, and local business, those are very serious allegations. Do you have evidence? that shows that? Can you prove that in a court of law? Absolutely, Katie. I am aware of the seriousness of the nature of the uh, seriousness of the um, allegations that we are making. I mean, we are on the ground, uh, Katie. We are not speaking from uh, some tower up there. I mean, the very same people who are um, committing these murders are themselves uh, claiming to be ANC members. Now, for the ANC to be silenced and, and not questioned, even those who claim to be their members, is really a cause for concern for all of us. I would expect the ANC to reject not only what we say, reject and disown the very same thing, the very same people who really claim to be acting on the ANC. Now, for the ANC to be this silent, but we also know and South Africa knows that there are two ANC councillors that have were found guilty by the Devon High Court on the murder of one of our chairperson in Guandini's Watch 15 and uh, the murder of two Lindoso. So um, we have people who are supposed to be the custodians of our democracy in a Tabuli municipality having been found guilty. So this is not new. We've never had any comment from the ANC. Mm. So these are not uh, just allegations. They are people, leaders, ANC councillors, who are saving life imprisonment in Gokstad prison for murdering Tulinzovo. It's a fact that is known. And of course, in this particular instance, we would expect and, and deal with those who claim to be acting on their instruction or who are associated with it. I mean, the fact that I have spoken to the minister himself and he has since been silent about uh, these, um, you know, tensions that have been going on, including after the murder, even after today, between last week after the murder, you will never see not a single policeman in the settlement. What do you make out of that? Mm. Where are the leaders to take responsibility? Where the party the ANC who claim to be a leader of a society when the society itself needs it so desperately? 
it's not just your activists that have come under threat, but previously you as the leadership of Abashali Basim John Dolo has also uh, come under attack and, and your lives have also been threatened. Why do you think it is that those that want to effectively get rid of you, why do you think they want to get rid of you, get rid of your organization? Well, the ruling party uh, claim to be the leader of a society, claim to be representing the people of South Africa, as the Freedom Charter talks about, the people. Now, in post-apartheid South Africa, nobody has ever imagined that the poor themselves, who were represented by parties uh, like the ANC, would now have to speak for themselves. Now, organizing outside the ANC and outside the state controls has angered many of the ANC leadership. They have been asking us direct, who the hell are you that you can actually organize outside the ruling party? We represent you. So for us to refuse to be represented by our oppressor is really um, a difficult position for them to accept. But also organizing to a, to a point that we have been able to expose high-ranking uh, corrupt politicians it's not nice to any um, politician. So Abakali have named and shamed those who are corrupt, especially in Guadalupe-Natal. And of course, we wouldn't uh, accept an organization that can speak the truth to power without uh, punishing them. So um, Abakali has been able to run, um, you know, community projects without, you know, the support, obviously, uh, of the party. And it's not imaginable in the post apartheid South Africa. So organizing um, unorganized uh, membership that we have um, was never imagined in the post apartheid South Africa. So those who are really against uh, these um, organizing think that uh, we are actually taking away their members because they seem to be uh, themselves as competing with Abakali. But they see Abakali as a, a voice because we are holding them accountable and we think that's what democracy requires active citizens. We require more civic and civil society grassroots organizations to be holding government accountable. So if that is a crime in South Africa, then the people of South Africa should tell us not one party to say we cannot question what we see as not what we fall for in this country. Zbu Zigote, let me thank you for your time on the show today. He is the president of Abashali Basim John Dolo. So some very concerning developments there that are taking place, um, specifically in KwaZulu-Natal, that uh, this organization is raising the alarm about, and they're worried that more of their members are likely to be under threat and that they could lose more of their members as a result of the activism that they are involved in.